I'm Commander Shepard, and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the internet. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Panic, ladies and gentlemen, the casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Sunday, I believe the 28th of April, 2013, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Eilid. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. Welcome to our little corner of the interwebs, where we are fiddling with iOS devices and realizing that the Google Hangout is at capacity. Yeah. We need to up the voltage on that somehow. And <laughs> I guess there's a pro version you can get that get you five, say, five more slots. really needs to talk to Google about this free thing they give us. Yeah. And damn it's, right. It's limits. You damn right. <laughs> Oh, hey. Hey, is better. this thing on? Now it is. It wasn't before. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. In case you're wondering why Eyelight was so quiet. It's because I was coming into other people's microphones. Yeah, that's right. Ambient, ambient Eyelight. Mm. Yeah. God, is that like Soylent Green Ambient Eyelight? Oh, <laughs> it's made out of humans. Soylent Green is people. Spoiler alert. No, no. Oh, no. From what, like 1967 yeah, or something say. like that? Most people would be like, what is soil and green? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking That's about? That's an incredibly what? old reference, yes. Yeah. Well, that's actually a segue into a nice tangent here. Hang on. Tangents are kind of a big deal. And a show that has, in the not-too-distant past, referenced soil and green, uh, Futurama, the sad news came down this week. No! Comedy Central will not be renewing Futurama yeah. for another season. It bears repeating. No! Now Canceled we n- again. again. I was going to say, it's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> canceled by Fox before. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, who and hasn't then, been canceled by Fox? And then brought back by Fox. No, brought back <laughs> by Comedy... No, yeah. or, no, Fox did fund the DVD movies. Right. right. And then Comedy sort Central pick, picked up the option on the, bringing the series back. So for a show that got canceled, that's a, a fairly happy ending. They right. got a bunch of extra seasons. new seasons in there with, with some good episodes. I understand why. I mean, just from the ratings and just the writing has been kind of eh yeah. in the new seasons with the occasional gem of a, of a good show. But uh, I still, I will miss my, my regular doses of blackjack and hookers. And yeah. <laughs> it didn't have a good... That's just wrong. I'll miss my regular doses of blackjack and hookers. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who watches the show knows what I'm referring I, to. Dude, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I'm going to my own insert whatever here I'm just... Blackjack and hookers. Right. I, I just think that, you know, to, we're just going to take that out of context at some point, and there's going to be a problem with it. Now, in context is just as funny. Is it? Awesome. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, it almost it it, it belongs. It did. It was at its best when it was on Adult Swim, even though it was syndication. Right. It fit there the best. No, it, it, that is the perfect yeah. home for that kind of thing. Right, right. Um, so I'll have to get my animated fun fix from hopefully the ongoing adventures of Sterling Archer. Right, right. Yes, Archer, well, they already got, and they already there's got, a couple of others. They got re-upped for two they seasons. They got upped again, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so we got at least two two more seasons of them. They do around, what, 18, 22 episodes a season? No, it's less than that. Okay. They do about 12, I think. I know the, the first season was short. Cause it was, first season was and short. The second, second, season second and third was, yeah. and fourth got longer. But they just finished the fourth one, so which was interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> while I was wallowing in my depression while I was out of town, I rewatched uh, The Limited to lift my spirits. Oh, yeah. Best, best episode. One of the best. Yeah, one of the – probably my favorite. Though, Is that Babu? Yeah. yeah. Lana, he remembers me. Yeah. <laughs> It has so much going for it. Yes. <laughs> Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Right, yeah. <laughs> you throw pamphlets of gun control at us? <laughs> uh, 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 yes, it is. And awesome. So we actually have seen the first two episodes now yes. of Doctor Who. So of the newest, newest, the newest one. one. So the second half of season, season seven. seven. Yes. yes. Season seven, part two. We so what are your feelings on those episodes? I thought they were very okay. Yeah. They were very they, okay. they yeah. were very okay. I mean, they're not the best that I've seen from the Matt Smith era, mm-hmm. but they weren't the worst either, in, in my mind. I mean, the first episode, and have you seen The Mile Light? Okay, so I won't spoil anything, but the first episode does deal heavily with technology and yes. Wi-Fi in a way Just that makes you, if you ever disbelief. work with technology, you go, this is not possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, even in Doctor Who universe, this, this is, is impossible. Not possible. <laughs> possibly the dumbest thing. Like that or the people I'm... that are running it are just dumb. They're just dumb, <laughs> yes. Oh. It's like any time they, they do a movie, like, I remember, what was that horror film where the website was killing people? Like, I don't even care. Or there was a website where it was showing people to get killed, and they're like, we can't figure out where this is. It's like, and the more people that go to the website, the faster these people die. Yeah. It's like, well, why don't you block the traffic to the website then? <laughs> you understand that it's not a direct link from the computer to the website. There are some things that they have, have to, to go, go through. through. In between. Massive ISPs. On. One of my favorite cartoons <laughs> on the internet is Hollywood and reality. And yeah. Hollywood is, oh no, hackers. And they get show a guy furiously typing, uh, erect a firewall, block the ports. And then reality, oh no, hackers. Leans over, pulls the cord out of the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is, you know, I had, actually, speaking of cords and walls, I had that moment this week where um, my honey had supplied me with, I have my full technology bag that I take with me on all of these trips, and it ensures that I have all of the comforts of home technologically mm-hmm. that, you it's know, I could Kindle, possibly have. The Roku so. box, the personal Wi-Fi router. Right. Everything. Right. Everything you, young everything, you, everything you would need to be able to access all of your tech <laughs> wherever you are. So basically, I, um, I'm in there, and I realize the hotel, which is a top-of-the-line, gorgeous hotel that mm-hmm. I was staying at this last week in, in Orlando, and I made no trips to any parks. Because um, you were actually working. Because I was working no. really long hours. Fear.com. But there I was. Right. I was doing these things, and I realized this hotel has no wired internet at all. Oh, wow. There's no cables in the rooms. Everything is wireless. Yeah. And I can't hook up my 
Roku, I'm going to have to like spoof the Mac ID oh, and make yeah, it to huh. so the that Roku I can. can't visit the splash page to say let me in. Right, right, right. So right. they got the router, so when you go out through one Mac ID, once you authenticate one, everybody's in. Right, but there's no right. hard line. So then I had to basically, you know, spoof the Mac ID and get everything together so right. that I could use the Roku Which while I've I was there. Her. Right. And yeah, I know how to do that, but I was just She's like, so that's a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a pain in the butt. The Roku's supposed up. to make everything so easy. easy. Yep. <laughs> and we're, then we're kind of outside the realm of intended. Use. I know. <laughs> yeah, and they had HBO in the room, and I saw the preview for Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. You know oh, that yes. for the next episode that's yep. coming up tonight, and I was like, oh, "I'm going home to where I don't have HBO. I don't have HBO on my, by Sunday. I won't have HBO anymore." <laughs> Damn <laughs> it! Oh, there's been a beard oh, sighting. Oh, oh, we have a beard sighting. Joining us, finally in the IRC, our IRC rep, nay producer. The Barry Von Awesome. Barry White. Save my life. And the usual yada 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 humma humma humma. Pay no attention to the man behind the beard. And for those who are noticing our children screaming in the background. Um, yes, they are arguing over what movie to watch. We've asked them and, and told them that they can choose one movie. Oh. And they're watching it upstairs and they are now oh, fighting give them choices. over what movie to watch. And the three-year-old is winning. I think she might be, actually. So, yeah, there's some serious argument going on. It's pretty funny to listen to, actually. But y'all are going to get to listen to it, too. Let's <laughs> we'll give a blast in the past. Watchy had to play the fire. Mm-hmm. I like the comment from Talia. It reminds me of Michael Bay Batman movie script. We have to hack the Internet. Which one? All, All of, of them. them. <laughs> it's like... In the screenplay, you can almost just envision dramatic pause. Right. All of them. <laughs> they but, might as well be saying, So so what are they going to do? They're going to hack the internets by going out and cutting the uh, oceanic cables? Yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, really? Yes. I've just cut off Australia. Right. <laughs> you know? Suck it. <laughs> Suck it, Australia. <laughs> Speaking of Australia, have you guys been watching the... Uh... You probably haven't seen it, but on uh-uh. The Daily Show, they were doing this big deal about gun control. <laughs> Three freaking parts of awesome. No, I haven't seen oh, it. You it have is to a see wonderful it. <laughs> in your face because basically they go to Australia where they have successfully implemented strong gun control after a massacre in 1996. <laughs> and within four months of the massacre, they had drafted, debated, and implemented. Sweeping gun controls, had a massive gun turn-in. The conservative in. party. The conservative party did this right. and basically sacrificed their careers to do it. Wow. And then they juxtaposed this with this interview, because they basically have, uh, what's his <laughs> name again? What's the, guy, the guy's name? I forgot the guy's name. Like the British s- guy. No, oh. no, the, the, the oh, Piers yeah, oh, Morgan? Oh, no, no, no. The, the Daily Show correspondent. Show. Oh, uh, John, Oliver. John Oliver. John Oliver, thank yes, you. John. John Oliver, bouncing back and forth between interviewing the no gun control... Uh, crazy person from the U.S., and then interviewing the people in Australia that actually implemented this successfully. And some of them who killed their political careers and in order to do this. Total political suicide in order to do it. Because yes. they believed in it. And felt that it how, he, how he comes needed. back to the, to the Australian <laughs> people. So we know that gun control is completely impossible and is completely ineffective because, and it was what the guy in the U.S. was just telling him in yeah. the cut they just came from. It was just so masterfully done, 
comparing, no, it can really successfully be done right. versus all the people here saying, you, it can't be done. It, it can't, can't be done. Yeah. It won't be effective. And they're like, gun deaths down, huge percentage, no new massacres, right. all these positive Sui- suicides things. Down. Suicides down. And yeah. interviewing all kinds of citizens. Just says, yeah, I was really against it, but now that it's here, I see that it's not, it's the, not, that bad. not the frightful thing I thought it was. It didn't come for... All the guns, and right. you, if you have a legitimate reason to need one, they will absolutely let you have one. So it's just yeah. a really, it was really startlingly really funny yeah. illustration of some of the absurdities in the debate. Yeah. Where John Oliver ends up Oliver. walking into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that was true, yes. Done in the normal Daily Show yes. style. Yeah. John Oliver in particular is just a really funny guy. Yeah, he's good. And he nails the delivery. Somebody forgot to turn off their audio. That is... I like maybe. <laughs> wow, that's right craziness there. happening. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> that was a lot crazy of different people noise on the coming. <laughs> yeah. You're crazy people on the hangout. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. You try to mute. You mute the microphone. It's like a phone. Mute. And all kinds of crazy things going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. What is that? You can't stop the. You can't stop the net here. It's still going on. It's got some techno music going and ringing. Wow. It's on your phone, you silly woman. <laughs> and Daxa is the one whose fault it is. Liar. Daxa. Wow. Oops. Sorry. Babu, they called you exotic. That's humans call things that are awesome. <laughs> but I digress. Wow. So why does that come out if I have everyone on mute? Or uh, do I just your have phone me on is mute? yourself on mute. Yeah. 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 You're exotic. I totally Ooh, am exotic. exotic. Look at her. <laughs> I guess I've just gotten used to it. <laughs> I'm spoiled now. She's got Kirby on her chest. Yep. That's totally exotic. That's right. I like Kirby. Tap, tap. She's got Kirby tap. on the curvy. Kirby on the curvy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, there's a t-shirt right there. Yeah. Uh, Put some Kirby on your curvy. <laughs> All right. Okay. But yeah, that was good. So we did watch the doc. We did watch the first two episodes. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm having a hard there's, time. Getting... There's the show that you need to pick up, though. Which one? Family Guy, then. Oh, um, right? Early Family Guy was yeah. good. Early Later Family, family Guy, guy was not so good. Get behind. <laughs> it just it fell off, Did unfortunately. It? Oh, that's Honestly, for Seth MacFarlane, mm-hmm. uh, American Dad yeah. is much better. Oh, really? I love it is American a funny, Dad. funny show. <laughs> hmm, I would not have predicted Just to that. hear Picard Just bus. for the, 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 <laughs> the ones where they have his boss, who's played by, by uh, Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart yes. is just Awesome. He's so nasty. He's so okay, it's now ruthless. your turn. He is. Oh, God. When he goes in and he goes, when he's banging Stan's daughter, and he comes <laughs> down and he goes, Stan, do you have any Gatorade in the refrigerator? I need to replace the electrolytes I just left in your, your daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, it's so good. That's totally paraphrased, oh, but still. Oh, that's uh, awesome. So good. Oh. So good. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, anytime I'm really not sure what to watch, I just throw on because they have like seven or eight seasons worth of it on Netflix right now. So you can just right. toss it on, get a couple episodes in. Well, and that's how I've gotten into the habit of watching everything yeah. mm-hmm. is I'll go out and I'll grab a whole season at once. Like I haven't even yeah. started season three of Game of Thrones or I haven't even gone out and, oh, and got it because it's like yeah. I want to. I'm waiting, going to wait for the whole season. And then I do the same thing, Castle and everything else that mm. I watch. I watch a full season at a time, and I just power 
Oh, it, man. So. This last episode of Game of Thrones from last week was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. It was one of my favorite parts. Which part was that? When the Unsullied. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. They have her so uh, taking the Unsullied. Finally claiming the Unsullied. Getting control of yeah. the Unsullied. That's right. <laughs> it's different than the book, but it's good. A little bit. Not too bad. Not too, Not bad. too different, but... but good. It, yeah. That whole interaction all the way through, they made some tweaks to for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, that's been, been good. I also tried out the new Hemlock Grove, uh, series on Netflix, which is their latest, uh, made for Netflix. Well, almost latest because they released the new season of Arrested Development as well. But Hemlock Grove is weird. It's like a teeny bopper show with swearing and nudity. So uh, that's what you said. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's really hard to kind of get behind. It's <laughs> no, like, wait a second. Now, let me tell you how, how Grail explained it to me. The oh, day. Yeah. He goes, it's like the vampire diaries, but with swearing and nudity. Yeah. And I went, you watch the vampire diaries? No. <laughs> ah, what? Yeah. I've seen like half an episode or so of it. And it's like, okay, this is like, you know, teen angst drama with vampires. And that's basically kind of what Hemlock Grove <laughs> That's the line they're kind of straddling right now. Well, see, this is a similar thing that turned me off to Caprica. Was oh, okay. Whenever they would cut to New Cap City, and they had all these really young people in just hyper-sexualized get-ups yeah. and activities, it's like, this is just creepy as hell. <laughs> no. Are you trying, are you, is this made for pedophiles? What is this show's demographic? And yeah. this sounds similar where the... It, it's weird. It's, it's like yeah. your young adult with adult content. Right. Uh, one of these things is not like the yeah. other. So you're not really sure. But it has a couple uh, Battlescar uh, Galactica alums in it. Battlescar. Battlescar. Battlescar, Battlescar too. <laughs> I was scarred. Uh, Battlescar. I've been scarred. Oh, scarred. Yeah. scarred. We're talking forever. about Caprica. Yeah. yeah. Battlescar. Battlescar. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the, it has another one of the Skarsgård people in it too like not the father or son that we were how many familiar. are there i guess there's I mean, a like lot the, the ball this is like 2. bill Skarsgård. <laughs> like what? all right <laughs> we found another baldwin and he's hanging out yeah, with Skarsgård. yeah, yeah. So i'm guessing it's uh the younger b- brother of uh uh what is that alexander right that's alexander who, yeah no, that's who plays no, no. eric who who he, plays he, eric yeah. 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 alexander yep. yeah yeah can we I mean, just i can't wait to see that again well the, soon <laughs> Already then. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon. Will you be? Uh-huh. After Game of Thrones. And who? And who? And who in that one is not? Anyway. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's a lot. This isn't the sexy season. That's no. for sure. No, this is this not. is the brutal season. <laughs> this, this is, is the hacking soft pieces. Yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty good. Yeah, that last episode was amazing. But that's coming this soon. Also, the other thing I'm waiting for is a newsroom. Yeah. I can't wait for newsroom to start again. I'm so excited about newsroom. That one I've not... Oh, it's again, so good. don't have HBO, so I haven't gotten into it, but I've heard so many good. awesome things yeah. about it. Really good. Well done. It's well written. Everything I watch... Well, that's what's-his-face, right? Sorensen. Sorensen. Yeah. Sorensen. Yeah. Soren. Soren. Is that it? I don't remember. I don't know. The West Wing, West Wing guy. Who yeah. is it? Aaron, West Wing. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. 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 Yeah. That's uh, what it is. Yeah. Soren, but he's a dork. Sorkin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yes, it's really good. The um, the chatter mm-hmm. back and forth. The banter. Is the yeah. The Which is what he's known. It's all for. about the dialogue. It's yeah. all about the dialogue, and he's got amazing dialogue, and they've got really good. Um, 
really good actors. All of them are really good. Even the ones you hate are really good. And you don't really hate them. You kind of just don't like them as well, much you, as the you, other ones. <laughs> you just like the character, not yeah. the actor. Well, no, even the characters, you you can kind of see where they're coming from. So it's not like you really hate the person. Yeah. You just You're like, man, that was a bad choice. They even get you know? like a decent acting job out of Olivia Munn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Because she Because she acts like her daily character. Sort of. Or <laughs> like because she came from Attack of the mm-hmm. Show and sort no, of. No, I, I reject your reality nah. and substitute my own. I'm serious. She does. She pulls Actually, it off yeah, well. she pulls off her character really well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what to say to that. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. You know, everything we watch can't be like supernatural or um, fantasy. Yeah. Oh, yes, it can. Or <laughs> yeah. It yeah, totally. I, can. We got to throw some curveballs in there, but the, if you're going to throw a curveball in there, That's the, the newsroom good, good, is the good one th- to do it. Curveball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have the means, definitely HBO Go is just I highly recommend the way one to up. go because, exactly. man, there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, I'm currently watching, I never watched The Wire when it was on, so I'm slowly making my way through it. Slowly um, I turned. And I see why people call it the best show ever made. So Wow. It's, it's best pretty, show ever. ever. Yeah. And it, it's living up to that billing. Are you waving to the uh, Google Hangout? Yes, yes. Mm. Boba Fett. Royal wave. Royal Bo- wave. Boba Fett. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't break the wrist. Um, elbow, yeah. elbow, wrist, wrist. Elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. Anyway, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you know what else what? I did this week? I, um, I, I got uh, Dead Island. Yeah, Riptide. <gasps> Riptide. Ooh. And you did Island. Yeah. Which is really and. exciting because I remember I was so upset last time because all my emails from a certain PR person were going into my spam and she had offered a Bioshock um, strategy guide and mm-hmm. it was in my spam folder. So I emailed her yeah. back and see if I could get one because I wanted to replay it and right. get everything, you know, be the completionist. Mm-hmm. And she, she emailed me back and she's like, yeah, no, not a problem. We can totally get you one. By the way, do you want uh, do you also want Dead Island Riptide strategy guide? And I'm like... Absolutely! Yeah. I'm waiting for my game. I get it tomorrow. Yeah. Hells to the yeah. Bring exactly. it on. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to do a little bit Amen. of a review on both of those, but see how well the strategy guide allows me to be the completionist I am. Yeah. Well, it's kind of what they're all about. Yeah, exactly. Here's the <laughs> entire freaking game. Yes. yes. Boom. I mean, I wouldn't do it the first run through just because I like to discover on my own, but definitely mm-hmm. for like the second run through. Okay. What did I miss? Exactly. I know right, I missed right. a ton. Yeah, but I yes, we played it a little bit. So far, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's Dead Island. I it's mean, Dead it's Island. pretty much the same game. But, still uh, scary. A couple new wrinkles into it. Um, you know, really, if it doesn't blow away your save game and make it unplayable, it's a step up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> From the first one. If you don't yeah. have to restart it four times. My bar is pretty character. low with Dead Island. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then. But you know what? It says something about the game that I lost my character twice yeah. and, and we played it a up. third time <laughs> to get to where it's I like, ended. Okay, so the game was it was frustrating, but it was worth picking it back up. You didn't just walk away after the second exactly. loss. Exactly. Right. It was it yeah. was a good enough it's game a, to be like, oh, I want to get back to where that was. There's a lot of good there yes. to <laughs> fight your way through. Um, and not only that, but it came out at a forty nine ninety nine price mark for nice. a console, which yeah. is... Pretty rare anymore, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering next gen might even start hitting the seventy nine or sixty nine. I'm you're, sorry, you're gonna go through that whole pitcher of beer during the show, probably. 
your point? I really okay, I just really, asking. I like in case you're all wondering, I got a keg. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not afraid to use it. And now it is going into my belly. <laughs> into my belly. And then I will have a second keg. Pot. <laughs> 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 Kettle. kettle. <laughs> this keg, this keg, keg runs far. <laughs> so. this, this keg is a running keg. <laughs> this is carb-loaded keg right here. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, my week, God, you know, I don't, how long has it been since I've actually been on the show? Three weeks? This was two weeks ago. Two weeks, two yeah, weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Okay. I just, I literally. It all flows together. I have mm-hmm. no idea what's mm-hmm. going on anymore. Because <laughs> I. Uh, let's Lots see. In the meantime, we'll I went year. to yeah, I went Kentucky, San Francisco, Orlando, and uh, I canceled the trip to DC, mm. and then I've got uh, a trip to Boca after that. Fun. So, um, and then it kind of so the cycle goes to Boca Burger. Like yeah, kind of goes Boca Raton. So it kind of goes. Um, it, the cycle kind of starts over again. Not, not the same cities, but the same kind of pace. Yeah. Well, just, just um, the, the wear and tear on your psyche going from, in two trips in a row, from Kentucky, engaged conservative, to San Francisco. Slightly more liberal. Oh, yeah. Oh, seriously. Like, is this, in fact, the same planet? <laughs> because it seems to be populated by a different species. They yeah, they look about the same, definitely totally different. But then they different. open their mouths and very different things come out. And I, although when I was in San Francisco, I got to um, visit with a friend of ours who I haven't seen in probably 14, 15 years. And it was so awesome to see him. And I took the, the BART, which is their mm-hmm. public transit, I took it all the way north past Berkeley okay, um, to its farthest point, got off. He lives in Napa. He drove down and picked me up, and he picked me up in the car he bought when he left college. Oh, wow. Um, and well, I was also, like... It's a BMW Z3 that yeah, he loves. It's a and, Z3. And it's, it had like 105,000... <laughs> but it's got 105,000 miles on it, and he's still driving it, and he loves it. And it was this incredible... It's like, he's driving it in the Z3. Seriously? I had no idea he would still be driving this car. What this is awesome. Is this? Have I traveled and in time? We talked for hours. It was so good to catch up with him. San cool. Francisco is a so, beautiful city. I love San yeah. Francisco. The city, it was. Um, their public transit is awesome. Mm-hmm. They've done a yeah. really good job connecting some really far-flung areas together. Um, and it just, it was, you know, and I got lucky. I got to stay in a really, I was literally on Market Street. I was mm-hmm. like on 4th. Oh, nice. I was on 4th and Market yeah. at their Very hotel cool. right next to the Moscone Center. And that's where the conference was. So everything was walking. And literally, there was a BART station right outside the hotel. So it was step outside the hotel, get on the light rail, go wherever you want. And it's a buck 50. Yeah. It's great. To go wherever you want. San Francisco, you're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely was. It's where they have that amazing museum, too. Yeah, several. Yeah, but what several, I really like. Yeah. Several. Which which is the one you really like? Oh, uh, it's the Exploratorium. Exploratorium. That one. Yeah. Really cool. That's a very an- interactive museum. Oh. Very, very I would like those. I would like those. Um, that one was cool, but the, the MoMA there was really nice. We spent like, what, 20 yeah. minutes blowing bubbles? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just... Like, you need to explain yourself? I have, no. I, I have another, a, another 15 yeah. minutes playing with little tornadoes. I mean, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was I have. Awesome. I have a bubble blower where it rotates the little um, 
little discs that the soap sits in, and there's a fan behind it that blows oh. the bubbles yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So it's just the bubble machine, and we put it outside on the patio and watch the kids and the dog go absolutely insane. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we've got about 20 minutes of so I was peace at and the quiet store here. The other day, and saw that the stuff I'd seen previously on the internet has finally come to market. The colored bubble solutions. Oh, oh. oh. so you can make, make blue bubbles make and blue, pink, pink bubbles. red, yellow, and but the big thing is when they burst, they don't stain. Nice. That's the important part. That's right. very important. So, because for years ago, I saw you know, demonstrations of this guy who had come up with this way to make color bubbles that not using dye mm-hmm. or anything that would mm-hmm. stain clothing. And yet they're these reasonably vibrantly colored bubbles. And I hmm. finally saw them on the shelf at Target yesterday. I'm like, ah. Ah, they, colored bubbles. Did you they buy them? made it. No, because we have 73 gallons of bubble solution here that I, I discovered it. while I was cleaning. So, no, I was oh. not going to bring any more <laughs> into this household. Okay. This man, as since as we come into the end of the tangent section, this man cleaned and organized the laundry room. While wow, I was gone. that's impressive. I walked in there and went, how am I going to find anything? <laughs> Easily, because it's all up front and visible now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That was the funny. whole point of that exercise. <laughs> it was like, oh, he's he's like trying desperately to work his way around the house. And, and You're domesticated. And the, p- the pushback force from child right, right. is the, impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the entropy, the force of entropy. One step on... forward, two steps back. It's, this is a losing battle. I, I need to flamethrower. Oh, see, and I wasn't even on the right... Drop in page or anything, and you I'm need using. A I'm giving myself these wonderful opportunities to use one of my favorite drop ins, and I'm not even in the right place. Oh no! I fail, but I can fill time while I find flamethrower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite <Okay>. flamethrower. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> What's yes, yes, from uh, Fifth Element. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, my favorite. My favorite. Gary freaking yeah. Oldman. So good. He is wildly different in every role you Absolutely. see him in. Even from the uh, roles I did profoundly did not like. like Gary Oldman. Dracula. Like Dracula, yeah. yeah. Like, he played it really he, well. He played it yeah. well. He played what he was given, but... but Keanu Reeves was, was going to say he was given <laughs> Keanu Reeves though, unfortunately. And I just he was, tried, he tried, he did, but I couldn't. Keanu Reeves is the same character time, no matter what, no matter what he's given. Every time he opened his mouth as the character, but he's in such great movies. Yeah, but just, well, I just think, in Dracula, only, I expected him to end every sentence with the word "dude, dude, dude." <laughs> yeah, Victorian England, but. Dude. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working. Yeah. He works really well in certain movies. In certain movies. He I just... thought he did well in Matrix. Matrix? Oh, of course. I mean, no. that, that's his Point signature was but it was his Constantine. I love him in Constantine. Constantine. Okay. Um, Bill and, I mean, obviously Bill, Bill and Ted's, Ted, he did uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to see what that third sequel is going to look like that's apparently in production. Oh, Wait, there's God. another sequel to Bill and Ted? Yes. There's this Are whole they, thing they're, of... they're old now. Yeah. Yes, and that's probably what they'll play off of. But that, that yeah, because that Did they have an excellent adventure? Gone. I don't... I, right. I don't know if there I is I didn't say it was a that. good thing that they were doing it. I'm just no, I know, I know. They're doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's Ta-da! like somebody they should, they had a picture on the web of a uh, reunion photo of Wayne's World mm-hmm. with Dana Carvey and Mike Myers and Tia, uh, Tia Carrera, Tia Carrera. Carrera yeah. and all the folks that were in the original. And it was and they all looked older, of course, and but they were kind of doing you know the pose and in stuff. Character. People were like, oh, I hope it's another movie. It's like, no, nah, I really don't. No. Yeah. Like that that had its time. It's very nostalgic to see that, mm-hmm. but let let it die. <laughs> let can, it go, Indiana. Can you, let even, it go. Well, yeah, can you think of any sequel like that where there was a long period of time where it actually worked? I mean, you look at, like, Chinatown and the Two Jakes, meh. Yeah. And <laughs> Tron Legacy had bits that were good. I like Tron Legacy. I like Tron Legacy. It could have been more. Right. But it was it was at least good enough for us to get a third movie. Yeah, and I'm hoping that they kick ass with that. Right. Um, but it wasn't the smashing success they were expecting it to no. be. Um, Indiana oh. Jones nuking uh, yeah. the fridge. Mm, and, uh, oh, that was horrible. Yeah, run. Hide. I guess we'll see the next well, Star hoping, Wars. Yeah, Star Wars will be. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. See how. Yeah, um, but especially for a comedy, I think that's really hard because yeah. comedies ha- of the tend moment. to be yeah of the moment and current, and it's hard to bridge that gap to bring something back um, that that's gone out of stock. Because they even mentioned they were going to do another what Beverly Hills Cop, I think. They talked about rebooting that series. Eddie Murphy's been resistant to that, and probably his resistance has been dropping because his career vanished at some point. And He's a okay, weird one. He but... vanishes, then comes back, then vanishes, then comes back. Right, and, right. And, and most of the times when he comes back lately, we wish he hadn't. I mean, Tower Heist? Yeah, that was, well, that was just a bad movie. I mean, but Yeah, but he was one of the headliners. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I know. He, he, like I said, he's in definitely a downswing at the moment. Yeah. But there, he had some gems in there when, like, because he died after a lot of the 80s, mm-hmm. came back with Boomerang, and mm-hmm. that was hilarious. Boomerang was funny. And then had some hits and then kind of died again. Then he did, like, Bowfinger, which I thought was that also was really hilarious. Good too. Yeah. That movie, oh my God, that killed me. Really? Oh, you yeah, have to see it's it. Pretty funny. With him playing the uh, Scientologist, like, whacked out of his mind star in Hollywood. Then he also he has a dual role. Right, role as in the it, lookalike guy. Right, as the lookalike to him, who's this, like, nerdy guy who's doing a uh, it's it's really Steve funny. Martin's really good and Steve, everybody's really good. Steve Martin it. is usually enough to sell me yeah. on a movie, even though he has become a father at a freakishly late age, which I don't have a lot of respect for. Who? Um, Steve Martin. Oh. Had his first child like, what is he, 67? Mm. Eh. But yeah. at least I look at that and say, well, you at least have the resources yeah. to leave behind a pile of money to take care of this child. So sure. you, okay. It's not the same as being there for them, but right. okay. Right, but, you know, I mean, I've met a couple of guys now who are, you know, becoming first-time fathers, you know, in their 50s. And I'm just like... I mean, they have every expectation of being alive into that person's 20s, so you'll at least get, get them, them to get adulthood. Get them to adulthood, mm-hmm. yeah. But she won't be there to assist them any Later further than that, yeah. And believe me, if you don't think that kids need advice into their 30s. Oh, my God. And 40s. And 40s. <laughs> and I mean, later. it's the, you know. I'm going to need advice and guidance till the day I expire. Liar. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I had, yeah, I miss my mom a I'm lot. I'm not suddenly going to wake up one morning with a clue. Exactly. So no danger of that happening. Hang on, our hey. nemesis is summoning me. Well, it's time for the break anyway. Yeah. So we are going to take a little break while we deal with, uh, you know, me being on the wrong page of drop-ins again for <laughs> Intruder alert. (laughs) And you're listening to Casually Hardcore live on alphageekradio.com with live simulcast on Rivalcast Media and Versus the World Radio. We shall return right after some mini bosses. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio.
Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. It is Geeks in a Gaming World, which of course means I glance first to Grail. And then yeah. to Daxa. Daxa. <laughs> so and I, hopefully they fill the half hour. I had to do a... They've never let us down before. <laughs> I had to do some quick looking. So we are officially over a month since Bioshock Infinite got released. Yes. And yep. You finished it. And I finished it. Yes. You finished and it. And I finished it. So I think we, I can, think we can talk about it now. I think we now. can talk about it. So if you haven't played it and you don't want to hear spoiler-ish type stuff... Tune out for the next little bit. You probably want to tune out for a little bit. So okay. we... Beat the game. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was really good. I I think it fell nicely in the I guess pantheon of Bioshock games. Yeah. I think so too. Um, read some stuff after I played it because I was like, okay, I want to see what other people are see, saying. It's about way that more ending. curious about these things than yeah. I do because I only like played it and I went, oh my god, that ending was so good. Yeah. And then he's like, well, people are speculating that. Yeah. Well, I'm curious because the ending really, I mean, the the infinite part is is obviously that there's infinite universes spawn based on the decisions you make or parallel, don't make. Parallel universes yeah. is a huge part of the plot because that's how Elizabeth and what, the, the the brother sister, what were they, the, the name? Um, oh, the, oh, God. Of course, yeah, you're going to, yeah. It's I a know weird name, talking, though. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a so, strange name. But they have basically... A brother-sister pair that are not, in fact, brother-sister. They are the same person from two different realities, one that turned out male, one right. that turned Chat out female, female, who are both simultaneously researching parallel universes and found each other. And the um, just really cool implementation of the parallel universe idea. Yeah. Yes. And then what might you do with the power to rip tears between universes and Pull the occasional thing through. Right. I shall. Well, I think that was that was interesting. And they also, you know, almost at a, a meta level, the fact that your choices in the game don't matter because no matter what you choose, the opposite has occurred. Yes. Yes. And so it was a really clever way as a uh, program. And really, that's the whole the whole game explores choice. Exactly. And whether or not you are locked into doing one thing or or if your choices even matter, because as you go through these rips, you see different choices having all these different effects on things. Yep. Which and is interesting when you think back to the first Bioshock that the whole thing was... You had no choice. No, it was that as a man, you mm-hmm. have a choice. Right, but your character, but your character throughout yes, did not, did have, not a choice, have a choice. He just didn't right. know it. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kevin Levine really likes the idea of exploring player choice right. and character exactly. choice. And he's a good storyteller. Yeah. And it's yeah. really good. And it fit well together. And then it was really interesting because a lot of reviewers... Or a lot of people that were writing about the ending really downplayed the connection to the original Bioshock, which was really interesting to me. A lot of them said, well, I don't think, which is so, this is the other thing that kills me about this. So many people, when they were talking about the game, were like completely cool with the fact that these tears could happen. They could take you anywhere. You could do all these different things. You know, yeah. nothing really matters. Except, except when it came fact. to ra- Rapture. <laughs> right. Suddenly, the fact that the guy would have been, that had occurred in 1954, and this game, you know, occurred in 1912, right. there's no way that they, they could, could be connected. They could be connected. It's like, Absolutely wait a not. second. You guys are cool with all these other right. jumping around time and doing all this, but the fact that the age here is off, you're suddenly saying they're not du- a direct link Never to mind each the other. character you play. And Comstock, who, spoiler alert, right. is the is character you play, play, are vastly different ages through 
The whole thing through through you know magic well, game mechanics and story mechanics. Well, they give it because of the tears, right? Tears. Because he's, yeah. he's meddling yeah. with the tears, it makes him age faster. Yeah, and so, but that, that's as contrived a mechanism as any oh, of, of these other of things. Of course, of course. And this, the the one line I thought beautifully summed it up, which it always comes down to a man and a city. Yeah, a man, a city, and a lighthouse. Right. There's always a man. There's always a city. There's, there's always, always a lighthouse. lighthouse. Everything else is variables. And that's what she says as you leave Rapture. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like... Hmm, a man, a city, and a lighthouse. Yeah, and, Gee. And when you look at the parallels, I mean, they're exactly... You have Ryan. Your character you're playing in it is it's a me. clone of Ryan in the first Bioshock. You're a clone <laughs> of him. In this game, and you are you're a wondering, different version of my, the bad guy. You operate... The bathosphere. Well, yeah, yes, they, they make, right. but they there's been some like saying, well, maybe it's not at the time when he's locked it down. I don't uh, buy that. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Still, though, I mean, but you have that. You have the worker revolt, which is another mm-hmm. big theme throughout yep. the thing, and the worker revolt then turns into something worse or a, a really distorted view of that. And you have, you know, you have Big Daddies versus Songbird. And Songbird, I really thought they were going to go into more detail on. And well, Songbird was just more. one, though. They had all the worker automatons as well. Yeah. That were not as badass as Big Daddy's, but were the same idea. Well, they had the jump, but basically there's even some, you find out while you play the game that it looks like the guy who invented some of these, the songbird and some other Mm -hmm. things, saw Rift that saw Rapture and got his inspiration. But I was actually expecting them to do more with Songbird. Songbird. To actually say Songbird was they drew another version of Booker and put him into Songbird because they explained why it was so protective of... Elizabeth. Elizabeth. But they didn't Daddy go that. Then, hey, you never know. They, it, uh, they could have be the, DLC. It could be, they right. have yeah, DLC planned true. for it, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. But, again, it, it tied together well. It's enough to make me want to replay it again just to Absolutely. find all the little, little video the boxes. file thing. Yeah, the box, oh, the box phones. cassettes yeah. Yeah. to mm-hmm. listen to the story. Because even a lot of the people whose reviews I read said, you know, I'm still missing eight or I'm still missing Yeah, a I'm few. missing eight. Yeah. So we'll see, and then yeah, and when you get done, you unlock 1999 mode, which is interesting. So mm-hmm. I'll have to see. That's supposed to be super hard. We'll see. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it's definitely worth a playthrough. The fact that it has inspired this much conversation, yeah. mm-hmm. and not just "oh god, it sucked" style conversation, just conversation about what the hell just happened and what does it mean. I think is all you need to know about mm-hmm. how good of a story it was. Yeah. If it's enough to make you think, if it's enough to make two different people think about it differently. And yeah. be willing to argue about it. Yeah. Be and, willing to and, have a conversation. feel strongly enough mm-hmm. about how invested they were in the story to have there be a, an active conversation. That's, yeah. that's success well, right there. It was built like, like um, Inception, where at the end you can make a rational argument for he's in a dream or he's, or he's not, not in, in a dream. dream. Exactly. And in this game, you can make rational arguments for things, and you can really even discuss whether or not the fact that they stop a very pivotal choice in the game mm-hmm. doesn't it, that mean that it spawns it the unraveled everything? Right. But yeah. but then you get into well, maybe Elizabeth is so outside of the whole time cycle now at this well, point. Well, because our Elizabeth was not amongst the Elizabeths that put him down. Yes, she was. No, yes, she, she wasn't. Yes, she was. She's the check the necklaces. The one you picked for her is not present. <laughs> I thought I actually saw it when I because I was back. looking for that. All right. Ah. Very deliberately, again. they made a choice where she okay. he immediately notices when the first one that's standing there. He's like, "Wait, you're not. Who are you?" Uh-huh. And then more start appearing, and none of them is your Elizabeth. 
Right. But right. at the mm-hmm. end the also... That, that one has gotten so powerful. She got the siphon turned off. She well, is outside controlling it all. You can make that up. All of you girls go kill him. But the but the, the one that approaches you and tells you what's about to go down... Right. Is she's the, she also is left at the end, too. After you're dead, she mm-hmm. still exists. And so you can still make the argument that maybe... Doing undoing this choice spawned a different well, reality. I mean, they've taken their 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 grab from movies here. Also, if you wait to the end of the credits, there's a little bit. Yeah. Of, well, that was just a nice, like, okay, you know, feel you get, feel good feel after good the moment. fact that you just you got just, murdered. Well, and you, well, no, you didn't get. You allowed it. You allowed it. You allowed it. Yeah. To happen. Yeah. And the happy ending is, you know, you get to keep your daughter because no exactly. one's no one's going to come and make you an offer. Exactly. Right. So. Overall, definitely a good game. Mechanic-wise, it's a lot of fun. The whole yeah. riding around the rails and stuff is really That's cool. crazy. I'm really, it's really what hard we, for me to, I mean, I can multitask, but yeah. you need to multitask in this game. With all the stuff going around you and some of the big battles, there's ships and riding rails and what shooting things. What I think is most and, remarkable is the fact that they've, nobody's noticed just how similar to almost identical to Bioshock 1 the game mechanics are. Of right. course. Vigors. Uh-huh. Adam. Right. Well, this isn't called a different name. I mean, it's still called Bioshock. That would be like playing an Assassin's Creed game where you're like running around playing dominoes with people. I mean, you know, the the point here is it's a Bioshock game. You're going to have the same mechanics. Yeah, you're going to have the you're definitely going to have the powers. And you're definitely going to have some of the other mechanics. So right, yeah. but it was the the, the similarities were it, it was definitely a, you know a Bioshock game. Yeah, when people saw the early trailers for it, like Columbia, mm-hmm. Flying City, how is and the in the original trailer actually showed you know a big daddy busting out of a window, which is a complete right. fake out because right. there were no big big daddies unless you count Songbird in this game. Yeah. But I think they delivered on the promise. Yeah. In a way, a lot of our other entertainment, episodic entertainment, sometimes lets us down. Mm-hmm. So it's refreshing to have to get there, get it, get to the end, and not walk away feeling like, oh, how how lame was that? Yeah. Right. Or they pulled some stupid maneuver to tie everything up nicely. It was the dumbest idea ever. To walk away instead with saying. It was great. How awesome was yeah. that? I and didn't waiting see, for well, years for it too. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Every time I saw it's anything what we about it, for every packs, time we're waiting, we, I was like, oh, "This is going to be great. Yeah. This is going to be great." And it was it great. Was great. Yeah, and not only that, but to actually, when you look at it, make the same game. They made the same story, yeah. but they did it in such a way <laughs> that much. it was completely different. Yet right. it was and the completely same. Right. Compelling yeah. again. And so, they pulled it off. And they pulled yeah. it off. So it was it's great. It's good. So it's, that's talent. Play it. Um, so All the right. short answer is play it. If you have not played any Bioshock, at the very least, get Bioshock One and Infinite. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, to, to appreciate the stuff in Infinite, mm-hmm. you need to have played one. Two optional. Yeah, two is like almost DLC for one. Well, two is a full game. It's just not made by Kevin Levine, so, right. it's, so it's a little, a little outside. Yeah. But I mean, it seems but it like is he fun. got. Yeah, sure. it's, it's fun, and it gets to become a compelling story it takes a, right. a little while to get but going. if you want the through line on the story for yeah. at the end of infinite all you need is one. right right so the the short answer is totally worth it go out yes. do it it's, yes. It's, yes it is a worthwhile purchase worth your money and your time yeah. exactly all right so what else we so got there was games? that <laughs> yeah oh, i want to talk about the uh the one with the uh the 
the big-breasted girls. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Big-breasted women? Yes. yes. So where is that it's one? It's the disappointing conversation oh. regarding the art of Dragon's Crown. Yes, Dragon's Crown. So if you actually look at the art of Dragon's Crown, um, and Barry will Uh-oh. definitely link it. Oh, no. So if you go ahead and look at the art. It's Sorry, an- intruder alert. Yeah. <laughs> Big time And unfortunately, our, our guy on the soundboard. Meltdown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is not yeah. here, so no, we can't hit the button. She's, she's a three-year-old who hasn't had a nap and is having a meltdown because. Meltdown time. Mom's done trying to placate her for this exact <laughs> second. So. Jeez. No. <laughs> All right. So, so, anyways, back to boobies. Back oh, to yes. Apparently, right. there were large-breasted women somewhere. Well, yes. So you can see it right there. Oh. So yeah, yeah. I see so that. in that's, this game, if, if you look at, the, <laughs> first of all, this lady would tip over forward yeah. if that, that was her chest yeah. for real. Um, and she, also, her outfit is barely covering the bare minimum bottom portion of her yeah. chest. And when she casts in it, her dress goes up and shows yeah. like most of her bottom portion also. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, not not the privates, but all right. her legs, most of her legs. It's and highly so sexualized. It's a highly sexualized Almost game. mutated. <laughs> Absolutely, because her head is like the size of a pin. Yeah. Um, and her legs and thighs are speaking. huge. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I guess uh, one of the, what was it, writers from Kotaku? Mm-hmm. He made a comment about the artwork. That was a little bit disparaging because of the, you know. He criticized the artist saying, hey, this is really unrealistic. Yeah. Number two, it's just you're doing something that's basically you're just trying to catch the eye of 12 and 13-year-old boys. Pretty much. And that's about it. And so he criticized it. Yeah. Right. So the guy shot back with basically saying, you know, well, he basically put up some pictures of some burly men instead to see if he would like those better. Yeah. So he's basically saying, if you don't like pictures of these ladies here, then you're obviously gay. Yeah, or you're just into men. Or you're just into men. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just a really, sh- and so this guy got blasted, of course, of because course. he did it over Twitter. So it opened up the conversation to the point where he's like, well, it's just meant to be a lighthearted joke. And after it became bigger than I thought it would, I reflected on the rashness of it. I'm sorry. I have no hard feelings about the article. So basically backed off some, but... Overall, when you watch the video gameplay of it, you're like, really? And it's really sad because the video, the actual game itself looks like the old D&D games like Tower of Doom, yeah, Shadows and Stereo. It's really like, neat. that game looks really cool. It's just, I don't want to play with mutant women. <laughs> right. Well, it wasn't only that. It was the fact that the, the gentleman also said, well, I'd like to play with my daughter, but I can't have her. I mean. Yeah. Like, right. I don't want her to want build her. a body image on that. Right. Thanks very much. And no. he, but he also comments on the fact that he likes the um, drawings that Gabe from Penny Arcade mm-hmm. does of younger women because mm-hmm. they're more realistic. Right. So, you know. But did you see the Penny Arcade that he did in response to this whole conversation? No, I haven't seen that one it's yet. Yeah, freaking awesome. Is it? He does. He says, I want to play this game. And you know, I play the sorceress because she looks like this. And he's got a picture of the unbelievably big breast. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one. And the final panel is, but but would you play the warrior if he looked like this? And it's basically a big burly guy with a. Does he have a huge penis? He's a yeah. huge <laughs> something, something. He's a like, big yeah. extra sack attached to his pants. <laughs> <laughs> the, the equivalent to the bustier right. huge uh-huh. thing that, that she has up top. 
He made a, a man version of that with a comically oversized <gasps> oh, man yeah. unit. Oh, I have to see that. Correspondingly, you know, out of proportion as to how her chest right. was. And <laughs> it's like, that's it was, awesome. That was completely awesome. And it, and it illustrated the absurdity of expanding women to those proportions. Like, well, if you're going to do that to women, mm-hmm. let's take the sexualized people of a guy and expand those by the same percentage yeah. and see what you get. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. You're there seeing it, it aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's horribly bad. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. How yeah. should a man... Uh, uh, I mean, if, if you had to deal with something of that scale, you would have to build an extra piece of clothing to deal with absolutely. it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> like a man's ear or a bro. Yeah. But for the, li- for the nether region. Yeah, I think I've seen attack. something like that on Reddit, actually. I'm, I'm disconcerted. Well, <laughs> elephantitis does exist yes. in reality. It's just a small percentage of the population mm-hmm. that suffers from it. Yeah. Interesting. So anyways, I thought that was really inter- an interesting debate to have between, you know, the yes. writer. Sweaty and nerds, the- yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fact that they're like, oh, come on. Um, come on, sweaty nerds are running the planet right now, so <laughs> exactly. we should be the ones <laughs> yeah. having these debates. Well, it's one of those things where if the guy would have just came back and not even commented or just commented like, hey, it's just our art style it's just for our the game, art style, yeah. nobody would, this would have been a dead story pretty quick. It's the fact that he had to take it to the next level and say, oh, so if you, you don't like, like you... this, you must like guys. Like, what? <laughs> like, no. Like, your Amazon looks like a guy, except for the <laughs> fact she has a gigantic chest. Otherwise, her legs are, like, ginormous. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Yeah, It's, uh, I mean, looking forward to the day when I'll be having these kinds of conversations with Arch Nemesis. Iolite and I have been basically practicing um, on our niece. Been <laughs> practicing having these conversations, yes. And she's pushing 18 and is, has hit all these lovely things. Of, uh, the completely unrealistic body image that's being pressed on women these days and the ridiculously long, young age at which... Um, you know, sexuality is introduced right. to people. It just it, it's mind bending. It hurts my brain every time I think about it and witness it and say, "Wow, we are really damaging these young women." And that kind of thing really doesn't help. Yeah, if if you, if, if we could divorce it and, and have a more clean line of this is cartoony and deliberately overemphasized. Versus here's reality over here, but we've got the entire spectrum covered where it's such a slow transition between parody and what you should really expect of yourself that it's very hard for someone with a teenage brain. And I remember how soft and squishy and undeveloped my teenage brain was to find the line where reality lives. Mm -hmm. So knock it off, guys. Well, I think also that has to do even the writer said that he his little girl is going to grow up to be a strong woman no matter what, because that age of nine she's already shown that that's the way she's going to be not no all matter, girls are like that though. i know no matter what happens but i think a lot of that may have to do obviously with your parenting skills um actually being there and parenting being there and parenting step one and, yes. you know actually parent and letting them know yeah. the difference between a game and in real life and all that saw an awesome cartoon i read uh least i could do which is a fairly adult themed comic everyone comic every once in a while and they have, whatever they go to the conventions, they'll sometimes do con tales like DuckTales. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a little little snippet that they draw a cartoon of something they experienced at, the at con. a convention. And this one simply was youngish kid opening up and reading one of their trade paperbacks with the two, the, the artist and the writer sitting there behind the convention table. Middle frame was the mother coming and taking it out of his hand and saying, this is inappropriate. And the final frame was just the two guys looking at each other and saying, 
good parenting. And the other guy's like, I know. (laughs) Yes, more of that. (laughs) Because that's not appropriate for someone that age. And you should know that and not try and sell to them. Yeah, yeah. No, nope. so yeah. that was a, that was a kind of interesting article that I thought was uh, yeah, very much definitely so. it's a good worth discussion. talking about. That no, was a good, a good real life semi explosive illustration mm-hmm. of an important conversation yeah. that yes. needs to happen more often. So, oh, let's see. So Eve had their fan fest, yes. which is really cool. A lot of cool stuff came out. I could have probably filled up the entire articles with just stuff that just, came out of that. But no then Bioshock. So, well, not like not. that. But I just exactly. wanted to not make it all about Eve. Mm. But they do have. Uh, Things like a TV show right now in the works, which they're Which going to use. I just have a hard time wrapping my brain. Uh, they're going to use stories from Eve that from have Eve. occurred in Eve Online, like certain just player-run things that have gone down. That's awesome. Like, See, I count. I, I call it right now. I'm going to count down yeah. to the first lawsuit filed by a player that instigated an event that they then. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you what's probably in the terms I know. of agreement. I was going to say. <laughs> I, terms of agreement. Stop them. They may not. Well, it's, it's going to stop them in court, I think. Yeah. They, well, stop like, them from filing. I clicked agree on what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we show here you clicked it 520 right. times. Every yeah. time we passed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was a Tuesday. Um, <laughs> But one of the cool things that came out, which is something they only would a little bit hint at last year at PAX, was World of Darkness video. They actually have a video showing their pre-designed tools for World of Darkness. This thing has been in development now for years, seven years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even to the point of actually being in development. It's still called pre-development. Right. But they actually showed a big video, and the article itself from PC Gamer is worth going to just for the fact that they did not allow them to take video or pictures, so the guy made little stick, stick figures, figures showing <laughs> each of the scenes that they went through, which awesome. is awesome, including, like, Lady Vampire, rar, strangely buff pedestrian, <laughs> and then, like, Lady Vampire sucks the blood and then does parkour up some buildings while the strangely buff uh, pedestrian dies and has blood. <laughs> and it goes well, no, the there. world's worst court reporter. <laughs> yeah. ever. Well, it's the funniest too because you, at one point there's like a lot of vampires, and then one of them has these like funky like like wavy arms, where the rest of them just has little straight stick figure arms. And the caption is like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on with his arms either." <laughs> it's so weird. It's great, but it's really good. But the game itself. Sounds interesting. It's getting there. It sounds like it could be interesting. Yeah. Obviously, they were poking a little fun and saying, you know, you can't name your vampire Edward or Bella. Right. And you can't make it sparkle. No sparkles ever. No sparkles ever. But you start out as a mortal. So they're thinking they don't have a lot planned for the mortal portion of it. They expect you to be turned fairly quickly. But they're suspecting that a lot of players will want to stay mortal we'll, we'll as long as possible. Just because. So... Mm-hmm. That's something that they may work on later. I'm not sure. They Again, pre-development. I don't so know. My, my whole on. deal you know, with that, depending upon how the game runs, is if the, if the rules are that you stay the age you are when you're turned, um, please turn me when I'm 22. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to if be turned when you're 80? I don't want to be turned when I'm 80 and be stuck in old, you know, old person gear for in, eternity. A little walker. Yeah, yeah. I've got the... <laughs> no, they, they actually had a great you know? storyline in the Highlander TV series where the mechanism there was there were certain people who were born immortal, but you, you didn't know if you were right. until right. your first death. Right. Right. But existing immortals could sometimes sense mm-hmm. when someone was a potential immortal. Right. So one guy took one as his uh, apprentice, basically, got him to peak 
physical and reflex condition as a warrior and thief and killed him. him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gave him his first death to lock him in at his peak development. Right. Like, you're doing it right. Right. Yeah, but wait, wait, right. wait. The whole premise is there can be only one. So now you've just locked this guy into his peak right. performance and uh, right. oh, you're an immortal too. What and if there can you, be one. What, what if you don't want to live forever and okay, you don't well, want the prize? You don't, you don't want to be Who the one. Who wants to live forever? Exactly. <laughs> as, as in the immortal yeah, words of love Queen. Must die. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In the immortal words of Queen, everyone is enjoying that way too much. Okay. What? So let's, let's bring it back from the Highlander discussion. <laughs> and back um, to gaming. Back to the yes. actual gaming. So they are actually talking about including permadeath though. Yes. Uh, which is going to be very difficult to do, but however, you can be but killed. But it works they... so well in Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, it doesn't matter. This is this is from the makers of Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't if care. If they are much. making a hardcore game, <laughs> exactly. then, then you, you don't get, know you, Eve. Then you, then, you, then you get to start over. Yeah. Basically, so, if you've got permanent death, yeah. I mean, you get to start over now. It needs, have fun. They need to, to have that threat there to <laughs> be level one. still a credible game with right. from their, their company. Um, but things like that, uh, they're bringing in things like the masquerade rules right. and things like that. So it, you have to stay hidden from humans, right, obviously. That's right. what the masquerade right. means. You have to, they can't know that there's vampires in the world. Yeah. No vampires can't know that there's, you know, yeah. is there, are there werewolves in it this? It said there well, will be world werewolves. Of, it's world of darkness. Yeah, so that's right. their all encompassing oh, okay. okay. thing. So there could be fairies, yeah. mages. Right. See, I like I like the Mercy Thompson universe where some of the supernatural have come out to humanity and others have opted not to, and all the interesting stresses and political weavings between right. So the the, f- the fae and the werewolves have, have come now out. come out, um, but vampires the vampires are not <laughs> hanging back. And, and God not. help you if you let on that they exist. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they really, really, really don't like that. But you know, I like her universe too. I like. Um, there's several, you know, just concepts in the universe that I like when you play those kind of forces I'm against each other. I'm wondering how many of these will the get games. mined for to become course, game worlds. Of course they will. Of course they will. Any of the really popular ones. Well, they've tried like, with, I mean, they tried with... Game of Thrones with, video game? They've had several, several horrible failures. Yeah. Horrible <laughs> failures, right? Because they don't know how to do it right. And it's there a very some, complicated political it story, like too. It feels like it's rushed. No, it's not, so, they're, they're not even trying to make one that's based on the actual game. Right. They've been trying just, to, they did one that was a real-time strategy that was supposed to be like during the uh, 100 years before. Mm-hmm. And then they did another game that was like a first-person like action-type game, maybe over-the-shoulder okay. action game. But again, it just... Rushed. The game sucked. Right, so right. it's hard to, to recover from that. Um, things that don't suck, though, is XCOM. XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> Which they, a long time ago, before XCOM Enemy Unknown got announced uh, as a game in development by Fear Axis mm-hmm. and rebooting the series and everything good, there was the 2K was supposedly going to put out a first-person shooter XCOM game that yes. everybody went why are you doing don't this? Don't do it. Nobody wants to XCOM see this is. stupid game. That's what they did with Shadowrun. That's Shadow like, like and Command and Conquer Tiberian Sun, which was wisely abandoned. Right, right. And so this one looked like a hot mess. And they quietly just kind of took the websites down and didn't do anything <laughs> with it. And then XCOM Enemy Unknown came out and everyone went, oh my god, this Yay, is so cool. XCOM. It's Woo-hoo. so great. And so now they're like, well, guess what? We're going to do a first-person shooter now set in that universe. And oh. It's... When you read the article, it doesn't sound horrible. They did a... They're Make trying... a first-person shooter, but it doesn't have to be... Well, I mean, we were just talking about Eve. Mm-hmm. 
And it's what, Dust 514? Yeah. 451, I think. Five, yeah, maybe it's 514. I but don't know. It, Who cares? But it's just, that's a reasonably successful mm-hmm. mutation of right. an MMO into an FPS with interconnection between the two. But minimal. But that, that's not... Okay, so you're going off on the deep end here. So that's not really an apple-to-apple comparison because it's not like Eve came out in like the mid-80s, like early 90s, and then went away. Right. And then they came back and said, we're going to reboot Eve with dust. And yeah. we would say, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So yeah. this is more like the game had gone, and then this was going to be the offering. This, it, and the then, original return yeah. was going to be And it, it doesn't yeah. have a tie-in to like an existing persistent MMO. Mm-hmm. It's just a standalone that's supposed to be happening back in the 60s during like JFK's administration. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to incorporate a lot of the same things that we like about XCOM. Like you have a real time mission map and you have to pick where you want to go and oh, you're going to have that. the issues where if you go one place, you're going to sacrifice gonna you. things there and it's going to really be cover intensive and have the battles play out just in first person compared to regenerative shields. And shockingly, they actually asked him about uh, multiplayer and they said, we want to focus on a single player game. We're not going to just tack on multiplayer. Wow. wow. So That's impressive. That alone was like, okay, you might, you have my interest. <laughs> you had my interest. You, you had my now attention. Now you have my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have my interest. So I know we're talking a little over time but here, but um, I just wanted to throw out there for anyone who was into games like Gabriel Knight in, and uh, the, that type of detective play, that resonance is on sale on Steam for $2.50. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. And I was going to buy it until I, well, I'm still going to have a girl buy it, but I was going to play it <laughs> <laughs> until I unfortunately, well, I fortunately got Dead Island. So I'm going to go through Dead Island first. But Why do I have to buy it? You can buy it. Because you have the Steam account. Yeah. You have your own Steam account. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Oh, I have a Steam account. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Good to if know not, that. it's very easy to get. Good to know those things, <laughs> but yes. And this, just to, before we break here, this nod to this article that, that Xbox Seven Twenty, which is the mm-hmm. expected name, though Xbox Durango, Xbox I think is the Infinite name. has been thrown out there as well, or Xbox Infinity. I don't think you want to call it that. It kind of limits you in ten years. I mean, <laughs> seriously, right? Xbox Infinity, X-Com plus Infinity, one. then Xbox Multiverse, yeah. Xbox. X, XCOM, yeah. yes. Xbox, yes. XCOM, X, 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 There's a triple X. Yeah. Oh, no. Vin no triple X. There's no, a lot of no. X's. Vin Diesel but version. The, there's speculation, though, that it will have DVR features. Mm-hmm. So you can record your games. Well, record games, but also use it as a Keyboard. regular television mm-hmm. DVR. And I would just posit that any next-gen console that is not also a DVR is missing the point. Is the Wii U? The Wii U is as as is has been the usual for Nintendo. They went for early release mm-hmm. and have integration with existing DVRs nah. instead of being a DVR itself. Okay. So they've and in typical Nintendo fashion have kind of done it halfway. Okay. Um, but they also got to market first and right. did some innovative oh, and gimmicky things that others may emulate or may not. Mm-hmm. So they've done a lot of things, none of them particularly deeply. It kind of sums up <laughs> Nintendo. And meanwhile, are taking wheelbarrows of money to the bank. Oh, sure. Except uh, the um, 
what is it? The 3DS apparently has been extremely lackluster yeah. sales for the last several quarters, so they're not quite dominating the handheld realm like they used to, yeah, or at least not finding people willing to buy yet another iteration I of their console. I think tablets have crushed. Has yeah. come that's that. really hurting yeah. them there. But the attempt on the consoles to kind of become the central hub of the living room. It just makes sense that it be you're going to have an, an enormous amount of storage in these things, but storage is unbelievably cheap. Mm-hmm. Combined with you know the cloud-based whatever they're li- very likely to have with whatever these next-gen consoles will be. So if it doesn't have an HDTV tuner in it, or at least the ability to add a USB dongle to give you HDTV, mm-hmm. you're missing an opportunity to kick someone else's product, someone right. else's internet gateway off of the mm-hmm. entertainment center and have everything go through your box where you get all the revenue and you control all the access, and the horizontal, you become, and, and the you vertical. And you become more necessary. Right. So, so it's why would harder to get rid of you. So to me, that's not even news. That's like, yeah. I, I, yeah, of course they will. And tell me something I didn't already expect. So anyway, big news. It might be a DVR. <gasps> So Talia says the Wii U did a lot of interesting things except a small thing called games. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And my response was, a little weak. tell that to my 10-year-old. Yeah. Just Dance Spends 4. all oh, yeah. his time. Yeah, but and Dance practices. 4 you could do on the regular Wii. I know, but he also practices it up in his room. You don't have to have a Wii room. U to do Just the Dance The Wii U actually adds, makes, adds capabilities to it. Like they have Puppet Master mode where the person with the tablet chooses the next upcoming dance moves for the person who's dancing so they don't know what's coming. So it's really actually kind of a cool game mode that you can't do on the Wii. Okay, right. So they actually they used some of the, the capabilities of the Wii U really effectively in a game like Just Dance 4. Now, it suffers from the fact that it doesn't have the whole body scanner like yeah, the Kinect like does. The Kinect. Right, right. So all, you're re- all it's really tracking is the one, the one hand. Arm, yeah. Right. So it's not as complete so a game. So you can be sitting down and doing this with your arm right. still. Which he's absolutely figured out. Right. Yeah. But so if you could combine the best, you could just combine the, the Wii U controller with a Kinect, you'd have a, an even more awesome game. So we'll mm-hmm. see what the Xbox, whatever it turns out to be next gen, comes up with by way of that kind of thing. All right. We're way over time. So we're going to yes. call it a break, a really quick one. We shall return right after this. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com.
researched chaos. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. The conversations that happen <laughs> off air. Casually hardcore <laughs> continues. Oh my god. Live on alphageekradio.com with simulcast on versus the world radio and rival cast radio. And researched chaos joins us this evening. Thanks to our contributors. The newly renamed Metal Mike TX. I'm assuming that stands for Texas or Tejas. Aid. Of the sexy voice. Oh, is that his new rename? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, Deus Ex. Oh. Has become Metal Mike TX. Mm. And his sex signature says basically, deal with it. Deal with it. Okay. The Barry Von Awesome, Mac Bit, not to be confused with Mac Butt, and Pusar, She What Made, Alpha Squeak Rodeo, our very own yeah. pony right. mascot. Thank you very much for your contributions to Research Cast. Bringing us the weirdness that is the World Wide Web. <laughs> and I'm going to lead with this one because... Wait, wait. Name of the thread. Oh, beg pardon. Sorry, I'm on the wrong page. Going back. The thread name... <clears throat> Trollhammerin! The Sky's Fantastic Edition. Mm-hmm. Huh? Thank you for giving me the opportunity to say Trollhammerin. Okay. Yes. Because... There's some video in the thread yep. which goes, oh... Hey, people have apparently just discovered Pantera. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they sound pretty much the same. Every generation yeah, exactly. must in their own time. Exactly. Okay. So I had the occasion this past week to deal with blank bureaucratic stupidity and impossibility on a couple of occasions. Uh, going downtown to start the process of getting... Uh, the minor, minor version of passports for our, our oh, children yeah. in yeah. preparation for some our travel. Cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to cover our butts in case. You've seen some of the news on cruises lately where you the horror get story. stranded. And right. <laughs> right. In case we get stranded and have the to get off. The poop runs down the, get, the walls. Get right. have, to, have to essentially you know, get off the boat Dead. in a foreign country. And fly right. yourself home. And, right. right. And if you don't have a passport, that becomes... Problematic. More so when there's children involved. Wanted to to make sure the whole family had proper passports. Sure. You don't really need them Mm -hmm. to cruise in the Caribbean, but But, just in case, we're going to cover our butts. Yeah, yeah. So I had my couple, two days worth of going down there with the kids in tow, Mm -hmm. various stupidities that made it more difficult than it necessarily needed, and oh my God, expensive. Oh yeah, 110 bucks a pop, isn't it now? Uh, well, we, we, just got ours. we went for the uh, expedited version. No. Because, well, because the deal is, right, the, the, the travel is close enough and the... Um, with the sequester going and on. This, yeah, the sequestration with all of that going on and people being furloughed. We're like, yeah, I think that... That's we got six, in two and a half weeks. I think awesome. that's six weeks to... Perhaps we were know. stupid, but covering our butts. Yeah, no, I would much prefer... So in, in the realm of bureaucracy and yeah. things gone haywire... This is from bbc.co.uk. Yeah. Store pulls monkey nuts, <laughs> you crazy British, from shelves <laughs> over peanut warning. So basically, they're selling a bag of peanuts. Right. In the shell. In the shell. Mm-hmm. So it's a bag that says peanuts. Peanuts. Monkey nuts. And the Food Standards Agency... Pulled them from the shelves because they didn't contain a warning that says contains peanuts. Right. 
It's a bag that says, this is a bag of, of peanuts. peanuts. Right. Because they didn't additionally put a warning on that it said, may contain peanuts. Yeah. If you're allergic, don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me is a peanut contains peanuts? Thank you. A peanut shell contains a peanut a inside. Peanut. <gasps> inside of it. I didn't realize yeah. This really should have been just looked at as like a Darwin event. <laughs> I know, right? Should Thanks. somebody have consumed the peanuts <laughs> and passed away due to a peanut allergy? Being and because they didn't look and see the bag, told them don't eat the bag of peanuts if you have this ad- allergy. Being a student of or an observer of the, the British society from mm-hmm. the outside, because I love many of the things that they create. Um, a long-time fan of the Douglas Adams of the world and Doctor Who and various other British-type things. I've come across the term nanny state mm-hmm. before, where citizens of that great nation are increasingly annoyed with the government-knows-better-than-you mentality. Mm-hmm. And now I think I get it. Water may be wet, yes. Yes, water... <laughs> Warning, hot coffee is hot. That's right. the American version of that. Right. Exactly. Right. But ours is more because we don't want lawsuits. Or corporations don't want lawsuits. Right. That's our impetus behind it. Frivolous lawsuits. We could care less if people get Yeah, hurt. yeah, yeah. It's just the lawsuit. Right, right. <laughs> right. If you're stupid enough to pour hot coffee in your own lap, you deserve a second degree burn in your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> because you should have looked closer at step one. Which was, Don't wow, pour. that coffee's really freaking hot. Maybe I shouldn't put it between my thighs while I'm driving. I love the, oh. the Jack in the Box commercials from that era yeah. where uh-huh. they had their testing facility and they had the intern sitting there and Jack in, you know, the Jack in yeah. the, the big head Jack head pouring the hot coffee yeah. into the guys, into the intern's crotch and, and the little warning pops up, warning, hot coffee is hot. Right. <laughs> and the intern's reaction was lots of Pain. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm, I'm giving you my feedback on, on, the, on the experiment you've just nice. run. Effect, I'll tell you the effect. It's pissing me off. Sorry. <laughs> Ghostbusters moment. So, uh, yeah. Um, is it? Wow. Just. Yeah. How do you maintain your wow. calm? Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> Big bag of weed. Adventures with Tony Stark torturing Bruce Banner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you really do have it together, don't you? What's your secret? Yoga? Chanting? Huge bag of weed? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Seriously, man. Uh, I love Robert Downey Jr. He's mostly he, like that in real life. It and was, he played that so well. Yeah. 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 He did a good job with it. We'll but, see how Iron Man 3 turns out. But yeah, then the whole nanny state thing and the whole, I really, you're going to pull peanuts because they don't say they're peanuts. Warning, contains, pe- contains peanuts. I just... <sighs> Darwin <sighs> needs to make a comeback here. Just, Put out all the dangerous toys and improve our gene pool. Yeah. In one, lawn darts. We need to have lawn darts back. Seriously. <laughs> Damn it. We need to do some serious culling yeah. in our gene pool. <laughs> so, you grew up with lawn darts, right? I know what they are. You never experienced them? No. Okay. I didn't so, have one. Oh, they, were the, they were the most awesome missiles ever. I'm sure. Well, what about... You would it? wing them up in the air as hard as you could. And what about wonder. the slip and slide? Yeah. Well, that, that oh. exists to this day. Yeah, yeah. no, we yeah. still have The slip and slide those. is really only dangerous to adults. <laughs> nah. No, seriously. The, Depends on what you put it on top of. Right. right. And True. what it's and in what's front at, of. Yeah, what's, what's, at the the end? End? Yeah. what's at the end. What's at the end of it? As far as a child's neck and spine... 
can deal with that, and it's actually it's... dangerous for an adult to to do that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can actually you know, snap your spinal column if you're not careful on the slip and slide. Huh. <laughs> I so... love the slip and slide. <laughs> Well, I think they're fun and I think they're hilarious, but the reality is that, you know, I mean, so many things, and it goes back to, I was watching those first season of Mad Men, you know, and, Mm. and it's the, you know, smoking and drinking while they're pregnant and the, um, you know, kids running around and they've got the dry cleaning bags Mm -hmm. and the mom looks at him and goes, Hey, you, if my dress is on the floor and dirty, it's yeah. not. It's not thinking about the. Suffocating I'm going to wrap child. it around my head and suffocate by accident. Sort of a moment. Yep. It's those sorts of things. Yeah. Like sometimes I have to tell you. I, I I mean we're moving into the nanny state ourselves. Oh yes. We for really different, for different we reasons. Really the are. Kind of, we'll, same effect. We, we won't let you be stupid and kill yourself. Yeah. Now go yeah. breed. Yeah. More. Yeah. Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Here we come. <laughs> So you had one yeah, so, that um, I really want to hear you introduce. Which one, me? Oh, oh what do you, which ah, one do you oh, think, woman? Oh, yes. The one we were talking about. Let me give yes. you a hint. The one we were talking about on the break. Yeah. Okay, so um, Durex has released a new iPhone app that controls vibrating underwear. <laughs> I don't know why you wanted me to. So they've, so they've built, they've, first off, they've they built, built vibrating, vibrating underwear. underwear. So, uh, uh, bra and panties, male and lady. female. Well, no bra for the man. No bra but. for the man, but... Yes. Same concept. And you can basically, um, and then you have an app for it, and the app shows, you know, the women's, like, a bottom section with a panty on it, and it has certain zones that when you touch them, it vibrates in that area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it the video is really funny because it has a, a couple in Australia, and they're obviously not in the same house. Right. And they're... Skyping. Um, Skyping. And uh, they have their phones ready, and they're playing around with their... Brand new vibrating underwear. And they're playing around with the iPhone app. Uh, with the iPhone yeah, app. Yeah, and laughing and giggling. And the it's it's described <laughs> as the slightly not safe for work video cont- shows an Aussie couple going erm down under with yeah. the garment. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought they, it was, I, and we were laughing over the video over like the break. Because it sounds like they're having a blast. They're all <laughs> giggling and laughing the whole time on the video. So it's really funny. Well, yeah, because I would totally keep a straight face. <laughs> Yeah, on a video like that, I would completely be straight-faced. Even if I wasn't being videoed, serious. if my pants were vibrating. <laughs> well, and you were across the room going, I just think this could be a little dangerous because, I mean, it depends on when you're wearing these. Yeah, things, exactly. Know? So I'm just thinking to myself, honey, when I'm at work, I need to be at work. I don't need to be, like, sitting in a meeting and you suddenly... Must, you must wear the potties. And even if you, you know? were sitting in a meeting, how loud are these? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can tell... If all of a sudden you're in a meeting and... How <laughs> 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 loud? Yeah, can you imagine? more. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone turns to you and, like, what is in your pants? <laughs> What's in your pocket? You're going to answer that? Sadly, it's not my yeah. pocket. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. They're thinking, are you going to... And I'm like, no. Click. <laughs> there has to be some sort I'll of... turn my you know, underwear off. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. There's an off switch right in the back here. Yeah. That's awesome. Great. So, yeah, I don't even know who put that in the research thread, but whoever did, that was really funny. Grat. <laughs> How many horsepower are your underwear? Good job. That is grass. Got a a cord coming out of your pants (laughs) to the wall. Got to charge my underwear. Lights are dimming. It's cool. My husband's home. Lights lights are dimming and you're just sitting there completely under control. 
No, no, that's not that. Not. You're just ignoring it. That's yeah, awesome. whatever. The yeah. end of the thread, though, is good. It's the end of sexting as we know it. Yes. Yeah. Or sexting yes. is so 2012, as it, as it, it Yeah, put it. it's yeah. so 2012. Obviously, you have to have the underwear. Right, right. But then you have, to, you have to be careful with who has the code to your underwear. Because yeah. what if you ha- give it to somebody and then you break up? It's got to be a, a changeable code. <laughs> I what have if broken just the MB5 hash yeah. on your trousers. <laughs> you can get a notice on your phone. Someone would like to connect to your underwear. I know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Approve or deny. Approve or deny. <laughs> well, and then you've got to go in and what? Defriend them on yeah. your underwear? And <laughs> you break up? <laughs> you, no longer, you no longer have access right. to my underwear. <laughs> I'm pairing with your underwear. <laughs> It's a Bluetooth connection, indeed. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Which means it can be hacked. So you do, like, this proximity one where it turns on everybody's underwear as you walk by them. Nice. The the great underwear hack of Ought 15. I see it. Hando. Just to make sure. I have 4G LTE underwear. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're breaking up. Is your signal okay? (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. All right. Endless humor. Yes, yes exactly, exactly. Dude, my underwear crashed. So there you go. Everyone, go out and get a pair of these underwear. Right, right. <laughs> wait, wait. But they're well, called. How? They're called what? Funderwear. Funderwear. <laughs> we'll have a VTW Funderwear night. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't encourage them. It's like the old seventies. Drop your keys in the bucket and walk in. Now it's like drop your code for your underwear. Randomize, randomize. Everybody, yeah, random. No codes. idea who just made you come, but anyway. Oh my God, Boba describes it as a hacker's wet dream. No, 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 no dude, pun intended. Dude, that would make it short out. Be careful. Well, isn't that? Aren't they going to have to protect against that anyway in the underwear? One would hope. One break in that shielding, though, man, you're having a very different very, date. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, also, you'd be like, yes, yes, yes. Okay, no, stop with the no. vibrating. All right, I'm done. Like, stop it, stop it. <laughs> this is doing nothing for me now. Yeah, now it's just pissing yep. me off. I need need a half hour. I mean, my <laughs> <laughs> yes, to recharge right, the battery. Right, yes, right, yes, right, that's right. that's right. totally what... I'm reminded, no. I forget, the, there was a Chevy Chase movie where he got splashed with radioactive waste and then basically got telekinetic prob- powers, and he's like standing in the next room making his girlfriend orgasm. <laughs> basically, he's he's making the the the, the mouth motions, and, uh, and she's making the noise, ah, 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 and this is what it makes me think of. You're hmm. really going, he. I think he kind of played it like a symphony, though. Yeah. Didn't he? he was, he was like, I remember that movie, and just, he, just that. Then he came in around the corner. And said, that was cheating. That was right, artificial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> funny. So yes, there you go. Fun to wear. Oh my god, yeah. that okay. That was probably the funniest one that was in there for Possibly. for me. For sure. Um, Which actually segues into a, a decent uh, call-in topic. Okay. What? Now I'm scared. <laughs> I know, since, seriously. Since this has <laughs> happened, mm-hmm. we, we, we have this now. We have internet remote controllable vibrating underwear. Um, sex underwear. Mm-hmm. What else do you see coming down the pike of technologies 
As, that as far as sex. Doesn't that have to be sex. Okay. No, okay. Well, did you just, did you happen to see the Colbert show where the guy came with the um, the heart monitor and you basically put your thumbs on the the iPhone and it gave you your um, EKG. EKG. Wow. And then it also took your pulse. And then there was one where the camera he stuck it in his ear. You could see inside his ear. The, oh, thank you. I don't want to, I don't want to know what's going on in there. And people were like, oh, and he goes, oh, come on, guys, it's my ear, it's not my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so there's that, that kind of that thing. kind of technology. Yeah, yeah. What, what kind of stuff yeah. is going to become available to us? But particularly with the the distance communication piece, because mm. the whole idea of this is you know the, you Skype each other and the connectivity between the iPhone app and the underwear is internet capable. Mm-hmm. I still want to be able to think at you. Okay. Right. So it's like Google Glasses, mm-hmm. but they they do the the brain interface mm. with it, and I want to be able to do thought to text. So basically, I can. Think. You don't want to know what I'm thinking. I and, know, right? And, well, but I, you can control it, right? You turn it on, you turn it off. I would be divorced and it goes, so fast. Really? All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Wow. This crap I can't control. That was probably not the right thing to say, babe. I have to tell you, that was probably not the right thing so to anyways, say. So, anyways, yeah. There's some good. There's. Like, Hando, wow. the wife kicking me under the table when I'm about to say something stupid up. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Handy. I think you you might be in, in the market need of for that. that. Yeah. You might be in the need of that. Yeah. No, there's some. There's Out some, there and develop it. There's some good stuff. But you're, you're talking long distance communication apps is what you're looking for? That's what I was thinking of when I proposed the idea of. of Telemedicine, telepresence. Yeah, te- yeah, telepresence used for unlikely or unforeseen things. So I would yeah. not have necessarily predicted the whole... Funderwear? Funderwear thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would have predicted that. Well, it's been well, the, the cybersex dream of, of simulating... Technically, that's already available. It's just not available on your phone as an app. Right. I mean, when you think now about it, Now it's becoming truly have... available. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, conne- it's just connected. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's definitely taking us to the realm of full sensory immersion, right. mm-hmm. moving that direction. Kind of demolition, uh, wired like. or demolition, or uh, the um, book other other world. Oh, right. Yeah. Other the, world. That series right. of books, um, which Tad, really gets into you. Wait. Terry Pratchett? No. No, it's uh, uh, Williams. Tad Williams. Tad Williams. Um, yeah. So I mean, it takes you in that realm of. Eventually, we will be interactive on a cyberspace type level where we can feel what's going on and right. smell it and, and not only just see and hear it. Interf- interfacing with the nervous system. And touch it, yeah. So, so, Matrix. I think that, I mean, one of the things that I would like, um, you know, they've got those bracelets now that tell you how much you've been walking, mm-hmm. and you, but mm-hmm. you still have to log your food and things like that, mm-hmm. and you still have to. I would actually like... Um, Either stuff that you put on that's simple, like little things on your wrist, mm-hmm. or like you said, you talked about pressing your thumbs on the iPhone. But I would like something that actually took a holistic approach to me that's- as an individual for, with respect to my health and said, okay, well, this is where you sh- what you should weigh. Here's, you know, it tracks what I'm eating. And this one is. Right? And has- tells me, here's where you need to stop, or here's the ramifications of eating that. Here's where you should go. As this you're is doing the best. It? As you're doing oh, it. Okay. This is the best time for you to go walking, you know, based on the patterns that we've gotten for you as an individual. Because one of the things that I struggle with is, is Western medicine um, doesn't look 
at you as a holistic picture. So I get surgery on my knee, which freaks out my back and my feet. And now I have problems with both my back and my feet because of what happened to my knee six but, years but ago. But the knee specialist couldn't have cared less. But the knee specialist was just interested in repairing my knee. And the physical therapist didn't understand the ramifications to, you know, my feet and my back and everything as we went along. So it's, it's, it's just that whole, I'm going to put you together as a unique individual. Hmm. I'm going to look at your DNA. I'm going to look at your patterns. And I'm going to work with you holistically. That's a very expensive from a physician perspective. Only the super rich mm-hmm. can actually afford that. I would like to see that automated. Interesting. If it could be done effectively, that'd be awesome. That would be that device that um, that was on Colbert. The gentleman who was, and I forget who it was. I mean, I'm, hopefully someone can pull that up. But um, that device actually had a sensor going around one of the guy's fingers and his wrist, and then there was a device on his wrist and mm-hmm. it also even showed his, his level of uh, oxygenation right so i mean i'd had, like to see level of like, oxygenation blood he had glucose like 10 level different readings the, on you know, there, but i pulled, yeah. i turned it off before i finished but that was kind of interesting so i mean it might be getting no, what, close to what something kind that of of you know technology that may exist but the the hurdle is that it becomes available for everyone Everybody. affordably mm-hmm. Is that's, well, that's and, the kind of thing I want people to And call if you can about. if you can link it in in terms of an embedded system, mm-hmm. right? So that it is relatively inexpensive. Like I look at that, but I still run in the land of like you know, I'm one of those people that I'm 70 pounds overweight and all of my blood work is great and it's like you're just one of those special people and it's like no, I really don't think my blood work should look that way. I think my blood work should be probably 20 points below you know, what you would consider to be an average person's range, just based on what I'm my, built. and just based on what my mom's was. And she was built the same as me. And when her weight was in the good zone and things like that, she had very, very different readings. So I look at that and go, yeah, you know, you say I don't have high blood pressure, but I'm, I suspect I do. You have high blood pressure for, for you, you, not for compared me. to the rest of the population. Exactly. Right. And that's the part that I'm talking about is individually. Yeah. Could they design something that is, makes a better picture of each individual person? And gives you good advice for you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Your own personal medical tricorder. See, I just want an Xbox that can also duplicate as like a computer. So that way when I go to land gaming, <laughs> I just take my Xbox and it's smaller and it's all in one. Your Xbox is a computer. But it's not a real computer. Uh-huh. I mean, I can't, I can't do what I just described. Right. right? Okay. Right. So, so um, that's why I want it. <laughs> Good luck with that. I don't think it'll happen. But no, they're all about so, locking down their Agrius oh, SW yeah. would like an application that does a shout-out to his loving girlfriend, Amber yeah. Hartnett. <laughs> Hello, I would like a shout-out to my loving girlfriend, Rosa Hartnett. Right, right, right. <laughs> I am cued to repeat this in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I mean, from, from my perspective, what I'm really curious to see how it works out is all the stuff that came out of the EVE. Fan fest. Mm-hmm. If, they can, if yeah, you tell right. me you're taking a game that's going to have spawn a TV show, have a first-person shooter component that's free to play, that'll interact with a ma- massively multiplayer universe on, and on some levels, well, that's and a graphic novel too. I mean, that's well, that has happened already. I mean, right now, recently released Defiance. Right. That's another example of it, and it's a but big, it's already here. But I'm more curious. I haven't really seen a whole lot. I haven't seen a lot because I but. Defiance has a is a game that has a TV show. Right. Defiance doesn't have two parts to the game. Though. Right. That's what's missing. Eve is kind of making this gigantic 
I hate this word, but and I hear it every day in my life, holistic universe right. that is all interconnected. And if they can pull that off, that's impressive. So that's I mean, that's the dream right there. Let's plow straight on here. So hang on one second. I'm a nerd and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. All right, so we've officially transitioned into news. Yeah. So warm up your copies of Skype, point them at VTW shows, or go to alphageekradio.com, look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm online icon, and click on that to call in. What uh, interesting interconnected or what technology that exists in rarefied spheres like medicine or entertainment do you think may become affordable and available to the average Joe that might not necessarily be something we see coming yeah i mean the 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 next gen of gaming consoles will probably make the video conference or the video telephone more of a reality than it's ever been before i think i think skype is going to be deeply integrated into the new xbox since yeah, microsoft I would think owns so. it yeah and there will be a camera component as part of whatever sensor bar is in the connect it'll be not just an infrared camera it'll be a camera camera right and it'll be the wall screen style video telephone and it'll become an expected common thing. I think we're all getting indoctrinated to that on our portable devices and the game consoles, which the next gen I don't think is never going to be considered a game console, will be an entertainment hub. And it'll include that whole video conferencing over the internet thing and it'll just become reflex. Well, yeah, let's call it. It's, it's Thanksgiving. Let's call grandma. Yeah, I mean, it'll have that. I think my, my issue that comes up with because you see that in any sci-fi movie. Everybody talks picture to picture. What they never show in any sci-fi movie is somebody going, yeah, I'm not going on camera. I look like hell. Or, you know, I just woke up. I'm not going on camera. Yeah. Like that type of stuff. There's been plenty of books. Which happens all the time exactly. with Skype where it's like, yeah. what is Skype? No. I answer, <laughs> I answer the call audio only. Right, exactly. right. So... You know, this dream of everybody sitting around the TV talking, you know, face to face may not work out as well in reality or may not be such a big deal as companies seem to think it is. Because, I mean, we saw that a lot at CES with a lot of the smart TVs having mm-hmm. that capability mm-hmm. as well. And again, if you're like chilling at night, it's midnight and you want to have a, t- you know, if you want to talk to somebody, you really want to see each other at that point. Actually, I was um, <laughs> the, the yeah, the depends, it depends on, on who you're fun to wear. Depends, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Are you the one who has the code to my fun to wear? Right. Um, by the way, the fun to wear is now I'm going to call it that. I'm going to use that inflection. Fun to wear. Fun to wear. So it was, I was Skyping Gnomewise, and I had, had a very late day, including the quote unquote party at the end of the day, and my cell phone had died. Um, and so I couldn't get back in touch with him and I got back to the hotel room and I had on the, the iPad, I had, you know, Skype tags from him. Are you okay? I haven't heard from you. It's been another three hours. Are you all right? Those sorts of things. And so it was like, and I'm going and looking through that and it's when I'm in the bath, uh-huh. like soaking my feet cause Dang, they hurt having been on my feet for 14 hours. Well, that and hotels have and, wonderful things called unlimited hot water. Oh my God one of the good things and so i you know i'm skyping him and i'm like pointing the ipad at Very my carefully. face as i'm <laughs> skyping him because i'm on you know i'm on the hotel's open wireless yeah. at this point and you know it's one of those things where it was like 
if I could, you know, have the multi-touch wall that you could turn on and you could actually be comfortable and just wander around the room and talk to people, you know, and have good speaker technology. Mm -hmm. So it was like you were there and they could see your room and you could see their room. Why not? You know, if it was that replacement of the wallpaper sort of thing. You'd only do it with family. Yeah. I only video Skype with family. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, video, I don't, yeah. I don't video Skype with coworkers. I'm sorry. Phone is good enough. I video Skype with family too, but I still don't want them to see me with my hair sticking all up, yeah. you know, crusties in my I just eye. Think it, I think <laughs> it's I overall. Get that. I get that. Yeah. It's just not as big of a deal as companies seem to try to make it. Yeah. They think it, they really, I believe at some level, they believe it replaces personal contact. Right. Co-locating. And it, and it really co-locating teams. Yeah. They it's, think that it would replace co-locating a team. It is better than audio only. Absolutely. But not as much better as I think they no. think it they is. They think it is, yeah. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? True. Hey. True. How are you doing today? Hi, True. No, not bad. Not bad. Just playing the new Neverwinter Head Start. Oh, oh yeah. And how is that? How are you finding that to be? Very, very good. It's like... Uh, Definitely worth the uh, money I paid in to get to the beta early, and we'll uh, see how the in-game works. Of course, that's always the big thing with MMOs, right? Mm-hmm. Is there an end-game? Is there a plan? Or is it just, oh, you're at max level already? Um, we'll raise wow. the max level. <laughs> Quick, the add more. Thing, the, the scary thing is the people who got in on uh, Wednesday because they paid the $200 for, to get into the beta early... When I logged in on Saturday morning, there were already people at max level. I'm sure. Like, there are always people like that. Yeah. And man, I wish just you you can't imagine they're having much fun. Yeah, I played one of their beta weekends. It was like it was okay. I mean, it wasn't a bad game, but it wasn't super grabbing either. So, yeah. So far, so good. Interesting. So, what uh, what are your feelings on this week's call-in topic? What do you think we're going to see, or what would you like to see? Either. Unexpected uses of the technology we've got, Thunderware, or a technology that's not currently available to the average Joe that may become available to us that uh, will change things. Not available yet, but in there is autonomous vehicles. I want to be Ah. in a day when that... I don't have to own a car. I can literally have my have a car ready to pick me. Have a little robotic car right out of Demon, right? pick me up from my uh, home, take me to the office. Welcome to Johnny Cab, dude. I am and, right there with you. I would love that. Be, be re- and not have to worry about uh, driving or being able to work while I drive or listen to my audiobooks or whatever. Having a and license. Just, and oh. if you can get enough cars on it on the road. You can get rid of the idiot driver problem because the computers all talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's like public transportation, but better. But mm-hmm. individual. individual, individual public transportation. I can totally do that. And but it has all the advantage of public transportation in the sense of you're not having to drive. You can work while being mm-hmm. taken, but it's portal to portal. Mm-hmm. It's not right. you have to get to the station, and then from the destination you have to get from the station to wherever you really want to go. It's my front door. To their front door. Exactly. And if oh. you do it right, it could be a fleet of either hydrogen vehicles or electric vehicles mm-hmm. to reduce emissions. And because you're not using the same car to get everywhere, you could basically deplete an electric car to get where you're going. It could recharge. It while goes it's off there. and recharges. And if they have a big enough fleet, just another one comes into service off of its charging cycle and everyone can get everywhere they want without increasing 
the amount of crud. I mean, if you've seen any of the recent pictures of uh, Beijing, yeah. that's smog taken to a ridiculous extreme by a small area with geographically confined by mountains. It's the perfect storm for smog and stupid number of people all buying their first cars. And if you could yeah. perhaps do away with that choking cloud of ick. Um, and still have everyone get where they need to be. I'm sign me up. I'm there with you. I'd say we just teleport true. Yeah, I'm I'm up for the teleportation. Actually, yeah. yeah let's just forget the teleport whole. Teleport would be nice. Yeah. Uh, teleportation is one of those things. That I'd be a little wary of the first generation product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is that. Who wants to be a beta tester? Well, I think with. But what if your car keeps running into trees on purpose? I mean, how do you know the first generation of the cars? Well, <laughs> I think what, what would prevent the automated car system, there's one word that prevents it. Liability. Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Who's actually, responsible actually, for when there's a pr- crash? Actually, there's a movement right now that's actually very interesting. You know how vaccines work, where if you have an allergic reaction to a vaccine, you there's a central insurance fund for that. And that was basically because when vaccines first started to become popular, all the pharmaceutical manufacturers didn't want to right. make them because of the liability. So what they're talking about is basically creating a giant insurance fund where basically Google and Microsoft and whoever makes the cars basically pay into the fund. And when there's an accident, if it's proved that the computer was at fault, the fund pays out. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, that makes, that makes remarkably logical sense in the yeah. Yeah. world. That's, yeah. And that's how, vaccine, that's, how vaccine, that's how it works when you have a bad reaction to a vaccine. And it encourages the people to make a great product so they can go into court and, and actually prove. It was not my computer. It was stupid external force powered by manual driver breaking the law that yeah. caused the problem. And yeah, so exactly. how, often, how often will they actually wind up paying out of the fund? Right. So it gets, or, over, it gets over the hurdle, gets us to actually get fleets of autonomous vehicles deployed to the point where we can prove whether or not they are as good as they say they are. Because we have this legal barrier where people are like, no, not going to be me. I'm not going to be the first. I'm going to get sued into oblivion by this. No, Central Fund, make your car. Show us how cool it is. Oh, well, I'll step right up for that. It'll give us over the hump into the, oh, okay, a whole generation of people that say, well, of course my self-driving car works. They always have. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Let me see where that goes. In the meantime, just give me like a Tesla Roadster and I'll be a happy man. (laughs) What? I, I, th- I, I think if the car drove you by itself wherever you wanted to go, it wouldn't really matter if it was all that cool looking. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt, but I don't think it would matter. I think if you were driving the car, you'd want it to be cool looking. Well, because it's an extension of my um, personality presence. at that point. Exactly. Well, you want you want the car to be comfortable. You don't have to worry about where you where's the steering wheel, where's the exactly. consoles. You basically have a couple of bark. You basically have a box of bark lounger. Yeah, it's a much. giant bed. Exactly, yeah, just, just a bed with yeah. a you know with a feather pillow and a memory foam mattress. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're good to up. go. <laughs> and a bar. Totally. I mean, if you're not gonna have to drive anywhere ever again, it's gotta have a bar. Everyone's gonna be drunk at work. <laughs> and they're not now. It's just this is just a less dangerous way of having it happen. <laughs> Do you not watch Mad Men? <laughs> so one of the things about Madden that strikes me is how did anyone in the 60s get any work done ever? They didn't. Ask Grail's mom. Yeah, very slow. <laughs> Apparently they were all busy drinking high-quality, high-grade, high-octane yeah. uh, beverages all day long. Nothing wrong with that. 
as well as the, as well as the uh, pharmaceutical supplements, right? Well, that's just you know that's what my doctor prescribes you know for the anxiety and nerves, don't you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my personal little helper. You put your uh, weed in it. <laughs> big, huge bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yoga, <laughs> yoga, chanting, huge bag of weed. Yes. But I digress. All right, Drew, thank you for calling in. I'm going to kick you to the curb because we've got to wrap this up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Go forth and figure. Yeah, we ran long a little bit. We talked too much today. We talked yeah, plenty. Well, I was back. Sorry. We talked just enough. <laughs> the appropriate amount of talking has occurred because it has filled the MP3 to its two-hour capacity, Woo-hoo. as was prophesized. Bye. There was a seer involved. I mm. see. A really good seer. Like the... The, the best seer. Good the- housekeeping... Seer Stamp. of approval. Oh, got it. Okay, then. Totally buying that, aren't you? No. Not really. I had a buyer. But anyway. Jeez. <laughs> feel the love. We are all about love here on Casually Hardcore. Yeah. And Funderwear. And Funderwear. Yeah. Yep. Funderwear is just a, an electronic way of extending love. Love, absolutely. Right. Right. Is your love, love binary? My love's binary. <laughs> Calm down, kids. It's just ones and zeros. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you to all of our volunteers in the volunteer research thread and the art department and the audio department. We appreciate everything you do for us and keep it coming. If you wish to become a member of the all volunteer research team, visit the forums at Versus the World Radio. We have a whole section there just for Casually Hardcore and another whole section just for the all volunteer research team. If you just want to read about the research items that maybe we didn't get to or follow the links that we did get to, that is read-only available for anyone in the world. And if you want to contribute, just send me a personal message on those forums to GnomeWise, and I will get you right access to the forums as well. And you can contribute awesome and amazing things from around the web all week long. I'm going to sneak a caller in here just because it's Pusar. Oh, What's up? Woohoo! What's up? <laughs> Isn't it really late where you are? Or Seriously, really shouldn't early? you be asleep? Well, come on, it's two minutes to midnight. Oh, that's <laughs> I only bad. have to be up at like uh, half past six tomorrow morning. That's, that's not, not too bad. bad. Terrible. You can get like four hours of sleep. Yeah. But what's on your mind? Yeah, that's. Please, Iolite. Please. <laughs> Please well, you not. have to get her the underwear first before she can give you the code. That's right, right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please what? <laughs> I've moved on at this point. <laughs> from from the Black yeah, Void well, Hando. Well, there, there was a short delay between you talking and the IRC. Right. Yes, uh, true. All that. No, they're from Hando please. and the IRC. It's the, uh, your love is on the wrong IP address. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Can't connect to the network. <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't have the appropriate port forwarding for intercourse. These panties are currently unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> These panties are currently, currently in use. In use. Oh! 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 <laughs> Honey, are you apping yourself what again? What do you do when you get a 404 on the Oh, under- yeah. <laughs> I've got a 404 on my underwear. I can't find. I can't find my Air 404. Yeah. 404. Crotch not found. (laughs) (laughs) If you get a denial of service attack. (laughs) Dedicated denial of service attack. Stop DDoSing my damn pants. (laughs) 
Is that like when you hand a kid the roll of quarters and, there and has them? <laughs> is the title of today's show. Stop DDoSing, Stop my, DDoSing my underwear. <laughs> my thunderwear. I want to see the printout of error messages on the beta of these things. Oh, <laughs> no kidding. That we are going funny. straight to hell for this one. Yes, and we I'm are. Go with you. Save me a spot at the bar. Okay, Pusar, talk to you soon. Good night. Bye. All right, where were we in the closing ceremonies? It was follow us on the Twitter. Hardcore Casuals is the show. Alpha Geek Radio is the station. Gnome Wise is me. Izzy Grail is him. Daxa CH is her. And Iolite underscore CH is the other her. Send your complaint emails and railing against the injustice of the world. To someone missives. else. To the show at alphageekradio.com. <laughs> to whitehouse.gov, what? <laughs> oh, like they're listening. To BarryVA at Gmail. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Barry And check out our sister feeds, Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Interviews. Got some interviews lining up. Got the double clicks on tap. We're getting lovely ladies in there sometime soon. Hopefully for a virtual concert. And later this coming month, we will have all the lovely content from Phoenix Comic Con populating the Alpha Geek radio feed. So get subscribed. You'll still be here at this point. All right. And you'll still be here at this point. Oh, heck At that point. I will not. Oh, that's nothing. Officially, I will be fleeing to Scotland. Yay! um, Early in June. It's great. Be visiting the Gohex in all of his Scottish glory and his lovely fiancée, Miss Kitten Features. And awesome. hopefully get to spend some time with them and send you all lovely reports from Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I'm not doing the accent correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I can mingle all my words together. I would not go with that when you're over there. Oh, hell no. Yeah. No, don't get your ass <laughs> handed get to you. punched in the face. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm not stupid. Yeah. But anyway, uh, if you'd like to sponsor a segment, which means you get to have us read an intro in a funny voice. Before any of the segments, send us five bucks via the link on alphageekradio.com on the right-hand side, and we will do as you say. If you have something to buy from Amazon.com, either from you European-type people or you U.S.-type people, use the search engines on alphageekradio.com, and when you are done purchasing, we will get a cut of your monies without any extra cost to you. It'll help us keep the lights on and keep all the lovely things going. It's a happy happy thing. Send us many ratings on the iTunes and listen to us on the Stitcher Radio app if you so choose. Other than that, we have our very own app for Android and iOS. Just come to alphageekradio.com or go to mobile.alphageekradio.com from your mobile device and the link to the appropriate app store is there. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we essentially and allegedly particularly Wait for it. Yes, Barney. Are out of here. Bye bye, radio people. A bomba did 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 a